Fresher Than Your Father podcast. Yeah. 27. Really? Yeah. Yo. 27 is a powerful number. It is. And I was waiting for you to say that because I think the last 10 podcasts, 75% of the time, that is the, the next line. I think we have a real, we have a real solid routine here. Yeah. Fresher than your father podcast. Okay. You react kind of with a hype <laughs> remark. I name the number. Yep. And you say, that's a powerful number. All right. Well, that's true. I'm glad we have something that the... the I'm not the denying the power of these numbers, because we're talking about <laughs> mathematics today, and we're talking about buildings. So, you know, right. this is right. important. So, but but there's a... a well, one, my birthday is the 27th of a certain month. Word. I won't name, because it's tacky, right? And just It's like I'm trolling for gifts. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I'm sure everybody's going to... Trolling for gifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But But... One of the reasons why I love 27 the most is because of the Horace Silver album, In Pursuit of the 27th Man. You hip to that record? Yo, I'm not hip to that record. It's a fine record, Ian. But you owe it to yourself to Google. the, the And all of our friends and fans are uh, uh, fresher than your father throngs. You should Google that just to see the picture of Horace Silver running in some shorts and a, and a, and a, <laughs> a wife beater jersey the number one on it because he's running in pursuit of the 27th man it's one of the great album covers of all time wow i I'm, i gotta get hit to this right now yeah google that up it's I'm an entertaining about, photo about, i'm about to check this whoa he's just <laughs> he's out here man i've seen this album i didn't realize the title he's just it's he's in pursuit right but he's alone in his pursuit yeah, because it's the 27th man, and, you know, you can't really run up on that dude with, like, a whole bunch of people, like, what's up? Yeah. We were, we were a man is straight pursuit. up, oh, it's like it's some some shit. I'm sure, like, my dad wore a similar outfit back in, like, 1982 with his running buddies, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's better than the, the, the nut huggers that, that are on display. It's, nah. it's, it's, it's pretty classic right here with the number one. Wow, that's a classic. That's a classic '70s, early '80s running gear right there. Yeah, and and Horace Silver is repping it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in pursuit. Mm-hmm. So or, 27 is is we we celebrate it for a number of reasons. And we, especially, we do. especially since this podcast is, I'm pretty sure, like I can guarantee. It's going to be classic. And if not, then money back. Right. <laughs> that money you paid to hear me and Dave talk, we're giving it back. All back. All of it. Right. Just just fall through dollarbin.bandcamp.com and uh, you'll have, uh, uh, you'll find, uh, you'll find the, what is the reimbursement, the refund? Yeah, it's a little little refund button right there. It's a link. After you play all the tracks, it pops up. Boom. Boom. So, so what's going down? We're tired. Can we admit that? Is that tacky? No, because I've, I've, I've really admitted horrible things on previous podcasts. Such as? <laughs> Such as that I had no idea what I was talking about. So, well, it's I, true. I, we're we're tired. Yeah, we're tired. We just each walked into the, our, our uh, respective cribs. But, but we're going to put it down. We're about to. It's about to go down. We appreciate, listeners, that you are listening and you have downloaded these. Uh, I'm going to estimate. I'm going to throw a number out there. Okay. Because you know we deal with a lot of numbers on this podcast. So I'm going to estimate that you downloaded this. I'm going I'm to estimate this, the file size right now. Maybe right. like maybe maybe 10.47 megs Ooh. when it's all done. Ooh, that was the most specific guess ever. Boom. You went two decimal points. So math with it. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And what we're, gonna, what, we're, what we're doing right now with these mathematics, with these numbers, is we're building. Oh, and, yeah, we're building. And if you listened all the way through to the last 
of the last podcast. And if you did, you get a medal, and I can give you the special link to go straight to that reward um, on our webpage later on. I'll be reading the full website address at the end of the podcast. <laughs> but basically, you knew that last podcast, we were talking about something called build, building. Mm-hmm. There was an issue in the McCullough household. There was an issue, yes. Yes. And this podcast, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna define build, the word build, this the term. I'm not talking about houses here. Right. I'm right. gonna read off of a very trustworthy source, UrbanDictionary.com. I'm excited. All right. This All is, right. This has been voted the highest of various. It's a very democratic website. You can go on here. You can. You can, you know, just put your own term in, define it, and then Cass are going to vote for your term. Mm-hmm. The highest vote-getting definition of build defines build as eight in supreme mathematics to elevate the mentality of self and others around the self. That's, that's kind of deep. That's very deep. Are we really ready for that deep? Number two <laughs> definition of build which I think is a little more relaxed, to have a meaningful conversation. Mm. That, I think that that qualifies for every fresher than your father ever created. Yeah, I think so. But so, so there were objections. Are there still objections to build, to building? There's objections on that website? No, you know, in the McCullough. Oh, around the crib. Oh, yeah, that's a done deal. Word. <laughs> Ghostface lyrics were, were quoted. Yeah, it didn't work. You know, I there's so many lyrics that, that I could quote. There right? really that, are. Let, let, do you have any off the top of your head? Yeah, well, you know, there there's one that I, I don't know. Did I share this with the Fresher Than Your Father podcast listeners, or did I share this with you afterwards? The one that I chose to use. I think you did share one one of them. Yeah, and you know, uh. uh what I was listening to today was an excellent example of building. I was listening to uh, the classic song by a tribe called Quest featuring uh, uh, Sadat X, Diamond D, yes. Lord Jamar. Yes. Uh, what's the name of the song? Is it Show Business? Show I Business. Just, I just play them. You know what I mean? Tribe, you don't need to look at the song. Just play the album, the whole thing. Don't skip, just play. And, uh... As Sadat X so wisely says, you know, the born cipher, cipher master, right? Yes. Makes me think much faster. Isn't that what he says? Born, did I, I butcher that so. line? Yeah, I think that's right. I think that is right. I'm tired. And so what he's saying is the boom, the weed, makes him think much faster. This this is building, Ian. He didn't say boom. He didn't even spell out boom we're supposed to know born cipher cipher master means b-o-o-m and how do i know that because i was listening to brand newbie i was listening i don't understand this is serious mathematics right here you just went in dude this is what we were brought up on yes as youngsters (laughs) i couldn't even get out without laughing weaned at the teat of hip-hop wow right that's what happened to us. We were weaned at a teat, and it was hip hop. It was, and that's and you know, and we had to study these lyrics. We some cats went home and, and did homework. I went home, and I played cassette tapes and studied lyrics. Made you the man you are today. Exactly. Where would I be without knowing specific lyrics? What's what's a, what's another? We're, we're putting ourselves on the spot. We're tired. This is going to be hard to pull some out of the. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to look a couple things up. I'm trying to figure out what's another uh, another classic building. You know, straight from the cipher. I mean, you know, just any any Wu Tang record. Pretty maybe, much. You know, it's it's so much building happening in those Wu Tang records. One of the greatest is on Iron Man. And uh it's an actual building session that's been recorded. And I think it's right before uh what's the track? Uh Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know which one I'm talking about? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and I don't know if it's Papa Wu or if it's some it's wow. some some sage is building with the youngsters of Wu. Because at that time they were youngsters. Now they're they're old. But yeah. at the time they were Wu youngsters. They were you know. Well, how old is Papa Wu? Papa Wu, man, you really get. I, th- I think Papa Wu is ninety-seven. Esoteric Wu. Members. Oh, this is what this what you the teat. <laughs> and he says, you know, you know, if a man could turn himself inside out, God, if he could see what is inside his body, God, he will fall out and die. That's building. That's serious building. And then he said, no matter, he said, you know, uh, because you know, matter what, it, what, I'm messing it up now. It must be. Regardless of whom or why, it must be. And what are the Wu brethren doing? We can't see, but we hear them grunting with, with, mmm, mmm. Imagine, you would imagine they're stroking their chins, right? They're taking it in, man. They're soaking it in. Drinking it in. As one would from a teat. <laughs> I can't do it without knowledge, knowledge was born. I mean, like, basically, that's knowledge being born right there, you know, yeah. without, without, uh, Actual childbirth, right. knowledge is being born. Right. Are we are we just jerks and and assholes for, for, <laughs> for talking about like five percent math like this? I, I don't no, know. You know, it, it, there is legit respect. I mean, it. It is, it is. There's real respect. It's just amazing. Some of these, you just take a step back because it's when it's when you're here. We are raised at the teat. Yep. And then we're in a household. You know. You know, you're talking to the wife, right? And boom, you you realize that you're you're trying to build on build, and and she's looking at you like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, this isn't a new a new phenomenon, right? Imagine years ago, you're you're a youngster in the '60s, '70s. You discover maggot brain. Word. You've discovered Funkadelic. You've discovered Parliament. And then you date a woman who maybe isn't into it. Years down the road, years later, you know, you, <clears throat> you're dancing in the kitchen. And she says, what are you doing? It's the Psycho Alpha Disco Beto Bio Aqua Do Loop. Words. She would say, well, that's, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is what it is. Yeah. This music, these sounds. What's happening these days with this music? Let's build on that. What, is there anything? What are we listening to? What are we listening to? Yes, yeah, beat breath. Whoo, Yeah. I'm old, basically, is what I realize every day. Yeah. For instance, mm. this is gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring it back all the way around. I'm losing energy. I'm. I'm. I'm sucking the energy back in. Ao. Ao. So. Suck it in, go hard. <laughs> yes. So for a while on my office door, I had a little a uh, little cardboard sign. Come on, son. From right. the infamous Ed Lover videos. Come on, son. Come on, son. You don't know now, you know. Look them yeah. up. You YouTube that. YouTube number four. Come on, son. Number four. Um. So Ed Lover. He's been a DJ in New York for a while. Um, and, uh, and before that, he, of course, was host, co-host, the main host of, yo, MTV Raps. And legendary. 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 And so I'm, I'm in my office. Um, one of my favorite people I've worked with in the last year, uh, she interned for us for a long time. The homie Nadia was falling through the office. Um, along with another friend of mine. And shout out. Shout out. And, uh, and Nadia is like, she's like, what happened to you? Come on, son, son. And I was like, I fell down. Not really feeling the come on, son shit like I was back, you know, a year ago. Right. Whatever. Right. I just let, let, let it slide, let it put it in the corner. Right. And, but I was like, I was on YouTube at the at the moment, and I was like talking about, but I was like, you know, I forget we're talking about Ed Lover, right, in the videos, and I'm like, you, but you know, like, 
You know about the Ed Lover dance, right? And she looks at me like I'm crazy. Wow. I'm like, man. I'm like, oh, shit. You're 23. Wow. Which means you only know Ed Lover through being a New York local DJ. Um, but you don't know Ed Lover, man. Ed Lover, to me, is... It's not just a voice. It's fucking, you know, Yo MTV Raps. The oh, fucking yeah. Ed Lover Dance. Yeah. 900 yeah. number. So I had to pull up the the, the, the YouTube videos of, of Ed Lover just going in. Oh. 900 number. Doing the dance, man. Doing the dance. Doing the dance. What was her response? Did she get it? She was just like, wow. Like, the look on her face, it just, she was just like, <laughs> she was just like, wow. But she was hyped to see the dance. It wasn't like, oh, this like older cat, you know, is like showing me some shit. Like ah, ah. she was like, right. I want to see the Ed Lover dance. Look at the Ed Lover dance. For all you youngsters, gotta go check that Ed Lover dance. But see, that's the quality of the Ed Lover dance. Yes, it's getting people hyped. Yeah. Decades later, and this is credit to her. Yeah. She sees the value in it. Sometimes you can bring people to the water. They don't want to drink. Nah, nah. And I gotta say, yo, uh, music level, it's not Ed Lover, but 45 King, to me, the 900 number remains one of the greatest loops ever. Yep. Ever. Absolutely agree. Did, did anyone spit on that track? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, um, who was it? Was it Red Alert? Who did Let Me Clear My Throat? Oh, you're, you're right. You're right. That was uh Kikapri. Who was that? No, it was some some DJ out of DC. Yeah, it he, was someone. He wasn't a big name DJ uh-huh. that I knew by name before. But I'm sure cats in DC and in that area um, yeah. were hip, but I, I yeah. wasn't hip. And DMV is that what they call it now? DC, Maryland. Yeah, Virginia. yeah, DMV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, yeah. But DJ I mean, like, or something. I to know. me, that that loop, you can just put that loop on. Down, 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 down. That shit is crazy, man. The fucking drums. Oh man. It's just, it's bananas. And to me, since what, I, when did that that come out? Like eighty nine or something? Eighty eight, eighty nine. That sounds about right. I feel like, I feel like it's never left the top ten loops ever. No. No. I mean, some loops are just that great. Yeah. Serious loops. I, I I would almost go there and say, what are the greatest loops? Oh. But that could get really nerdy, and if we get stuck, we're going to be sitting here just nerding out, yep. slobbering over, you know, what are the, the, the nerdiest classic loops, and we're going to lose three listeners that we have left. I know. So I, I will say, okay, you, you asked that, and, and I was, you know, you, you, you're doing things, you're listening to these songs. Your your whatever, yeah. and something will come on, and you just kind of will stop, like, oh, yeah, that that joint is pretty raw. Yeah, that's a nasty joint. That yeah. So, trying to see again, I, I I got a bad habit. I'll just be listening to songs, and and won't check the iPod to see what the name of the song is. So it's a loop that Pete Rock did, but it's using the same loop as uh, the main source joint. Um, faking the funk. Da 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 da. da it was the baseline, but he slowed that shit down. Word. And it was crazy. It was something. I thought it was on the mic. Go get on the mic or something. Get on the mic. Damn, with the yeah. It's getting nerdy. Getting nerdy. Never mind. (laughs) We won't go in. in, But I I did hear because sometimes you hear the loop flip a different way. Well, speaking of okay, but I gotta say that main ingredient loop da 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 da. That's just classic. It's classic. 
It's classic. But, but speaking of loops, because we, we were going to talk, it's a little dated and it's a little whack, but to talk about it as a topic, but we, we were going to build a little bit on the, the Watch the Throne. Yeah. You said you'd only heard Otis. And of course, there was all this little tizzy on the internet when Otis first dropped about the loop. Oh, word. About how they took that, that, uh, it's Otis Redding, right? Yeah. And they flipped the Otis Redding, which has been flipped several times by other cats. It's a raw loop. It's a good loop. It's a good loop. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts one way or the other about how Kanye looped the loop? Okay, this is reminding me of some other, another tangent on loops I could go to. But before I say that, um, I thought Kanye kind of, kind of, kind of came raw with the chop. Mm -hmm. And, my beef with the song when I first heard it was it sounded poorly mixed. This is a nerdy-ass thing to say. Yep. And I was like, Did, is this off of a radio? Did you record it at a fucking radio station? The vocals sound crappy. Um, and then I suddenly realized this is actually the single. And I was like, all right. Um, so it's raw. I guess it's supposed to be raw. It is raw. Right. I don't like... I mean, it was cool. It was a cool. It wasn't like the best work of Kanye and and, and Jay, but it wasn't like whack. I didn't think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I just gotta say, if you're a '90s head, you know about like around '95, '96, the rapper Nine. Mm -hmm. Nine released the song um, "What You Want," and "What You Want" utilized the "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay" loop. And he killed the, whoever made that beat killed the filter with the drums and that. And I'm going to tangent from there just real quick to that's one of the most essential nineties New York songs because nine is, is this rapping raw over this loop with big drums and in the video he's in the Jeep rolling around. His girl is driving him around while he's rapping sitting shotgun. He gets out somewhere around Times Square. All his boys are there to meet him. They all rap with him. Then he gets back in the in the jeep and keeps cruising and rapping. What what I I, I ha I'm sure I know the song. It's not popular. what you want, non. It has the shouting chorus. That's essential. It's just it's 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 one of the it's essential nineties. It's essential nineties, and I remember watching Yo! MTV Raps, just to tie it all together, and Ed Lover introducing the song. And we went and we watched the video before he went and, like, did the Ed Lover dance. He's like, yo, we got nine with What You Want, brand new. What you want, nine? Fresh beats with my rhymes. What you want, nine? Dun, dun, dun. I forget the next line. It's the chorus. Wow. He had, like, four verses on it. That song went, but it had the, the bass line from sitting up. Dong, 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 oh, yeah. dong. While, while you were just talking, I pulled it up, and it was just, it says it's produced by Rob Lewis. I have no idea who that is. We don't know who Rob Lewis is. I just want the drums to kick in, and then I'll stop playing it. I'm distracting myself on what the podcast. He's oh, in the Jeep. Right. Yes. Yes. Feel the excitement, listeners. This is how it goes oh, down. I'm stopping it. I New York, it. 90s. I take it. <laughs> oh my gosh, cats are racking the vest with the flannel shirts. Yo, Tim's. I feel like there's close-up shots oh, of his Tim's oh. in that video. There must be. <laughs> there must be. That takes me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's yeah. why we build. That's building right there. Because we saw things like this and it made us feel like that. Cause see, I, I, my wife makes fun of me. The wife makes fun of me because I try to dress like a woodsman, and I did hike a lot in the woods, but th that was the style. The right? vest, the vest, the Tims, the baggy jeans. And yeah. there was a time you could dress like you were going fishing and fit <laughs> in in any rap video. Right? I'm not exaggerating. Cats, nah, nah. Jungle Brothers used to look like they just came out the big yeah, tackle shop. Cats are wearing the fisherman, fisherman hats. Look, the wife jokes came me. Out, like, came out the tackle shop. Look, that's what we, that's what cats did. Yo, I think we need to make a throwback song called "Coming Out the Tackle Shop." <laughs> Bait and tackle. 
Oh my God. Okay. So that's how it goes down. Fresher than your father podcast number twenty-seven. Indeed. Watch now, the throne. Um, yeah. Do you have any other comments on that album? I, I think it's fresh that Kanye and you know he reaches out to to older producers that he came up on because Q-Tip has is on a couple of joints. Pete Rock did a joint. Um, uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, RZA did a joint. But I will say this: Why do people keep rhyming on Swiss beats? Beats, isn't he whack? Um, he's whack, whack, right? He's whack, except for Doctor Carter, which, which ties into uh, something I was going to talk about. But before we go there, uh, I think Swiss Beats is yeah, he's whack. He is. People whack. feel this shit, man. I don't know. I, I don't get it. People um, feel but, wild types of beats. That I, I I could give a fuck about. Right. Right. Garbage. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, it's an interesting record. The wife hated it. Like she was like, I don't ever want to hear that again. Like she really like definitively. You know, sometimes you don't like something, but you kind of are curious about it. You could find someone to listen to it. Wife was done, done with it. Wow. I, I do find myself checking for it. And it was one more thought I had. Oh, <clears throat> I, I saw some interview with Young Guru, who I, I think is interesting to talk to hear talk. He's an interesting cat. If you YouTube, he get a little self righteous sometimes. I think. But, you know, he, he's a recording engineer for Jay-Z. It's kind of what he's mainly known for. But he's done all kinds of stuff. And he's been around for a minute. And he's like a legit dude in a lot of ways. Word. Um, but he was building on talking to Ninth Wonder about Watch the Throne. And he was talking about how, if you notice, Jay-Z and also Kanye, they do try to come with the street record first, which is an old hip-hop technique. Mm-hmm. Right, you come with the most street joint first, and then you follow with the pop joint. Mm-hmm. It's like you shut up all the, you know, okay, don't front like I'm not still who I am. Mm-hmm. But so I thought that was of interest to think about that they did come with Otis first. But there's some cool musical stuff happening on there. But the overall effect is is it leans towards whack. It's got a whack. It's got a weak. It's got a whack. Uh, what do you call it? A whack smell to it. Word, little yeah. little little waif. Yeah. So what's what's the Doctor Carter tie-in? Let's let's follow that line of thought because it is Watch the Throne. They got enough money. Fuck them. Watch the throne. So yeah, well, I mean, I thought that um, not that it's a complex beat, but I thought Swiss Beats. I was surprised that he produced that Doctor Carter joint with the Axelrod sample. Um, mm. You heard that shit, right? The Wayne, no, I haven't. Little Wayne, Doctor Carter. Uh uh-uh. uh I don't listen to Little Wayne. All right, so. Which I respect. I didn't listen to Wayne for a long time. And then I realized that there's a certain science to Little Wayne that I kind of dig. So yeah. he has this personality. And when he comes with the certain lines, little clever joints, the way he says the clever, it's the combination of the clever line and, like, the way he says it, mm-hmm. I find it to be pretty, like, unique and uh, compelling, I guess I'd say. Not compelling like, oh, my God, but... Compelling, like, all right, like, I like listening to that. Like, that's that's clever. Right. 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 Dr. Carter is clever. I mean, it's it's on one level, it's cheesy hip-hop shit. Like, basically, he's, like, trying to to save patients who are metaphors for hip-hop or whatever. But, mm-hmm. the, but the way he does it and the beat, it's nice. It's cool. It's clever. But... Uh, I kind of played that joint out. That's just the tie-in that I, I what have I been listening to? Mm-hmm. Listen to some Wayne. Listen to that six-foot, seven-foot song. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to the uh, the mixtape that came out before the new album. The new album, I listened to some of that. It was pretty whack. Speaking of whack beats, right? These guys are just coming with these. I don't know, man. I don't want to diss all the cats in the South, but these these keyboard Cheese ball beats are just awful, man. They're really they're. It's just unlistenable. Yeah, but it must be a certain. I mean, you just must have a certain like, like you come up with that flavor and you're just like there's this certain thing to these beats that people love, you know? Or they're you know, just I don't know if you're in the club and you're like drunk. <laughs> it sounds really I don't know. You know, I was the homie rep life. 
Shout out. Mm-hmm. Shout. He's he's doing some ill shit these days. Alexis Davis. I'm just gonna say that. Cats fuck with that when they get to it. But he was posting some videos of <clears throat> Miles Davis being interviewed, and I want to say it was like '84. So Miles had already veered heavily whack. Yeah, uh, that's a little unfair, but you you know what I'm saying. Like it, it was getting out, yeah. like out. And he was talking about how sounds are just out, and if you're making music that isn't attuned to the sounds of the moment, then your music won't be heard, or people won't care about your music. And I, I just it was hard for me to accept, but then I couldn't. But then it's what you're saying. Like there is these sounds that are out there that people want. They want to hear. Yeah. The beats are just. And I, look, I was—I have to respect. Like, I feel forced to respect that there's an aesthetic to that stuff that I don't understand. Basically, sure. Like, yeah. Like, as a music lover, enough people are making those beats, and enough people are loving those beats. Not just on some pop shit, but I mean, Wayne's new album is pretty much all those kind of beats. And from what I heard, I heard a bunch of YouTube clips, and. Mm-hmm. uh I couldn't really take it, but I obviously people are into it. They think that shit is whether they think it's street, whether they think it's pop, whether they just think it's club, whatever. Like people are feeling it, you know. Um, also, some of that shit just gets real dramatic. If you're making songs that are just super dramatic, yeah, like uh, I don't know, it needs to be. You need to be saying some either really compelling shit to me, or I have to be right in that right mood. But if it's just overly dramatic. Like the world is about to fucking come crushing down because of what you're talking. Like it just it gets a little too much. Yeah. Like I'll go to the movie theater. <laughs> and and speaking of whack whackness, I don't even want to put I don't want to put that name out there on the podcast. But basically, on the Wayne mixtape, mm. he does do some creative shit, rhyming over some other beats that aren't necessarily hip hop beats. Um, I think the mixtape's called. Uh, Sorry for the wait. The the, uh-huh. the title track on the mixtape is over, I think, like a club or like an R&B type beat. I don't, I don't know. I'm not hip to the current day like pop R&B hits, but he rhymes right. over like a Beyonce joint and like, um, was it Adele? What's it? What's it? Oh yeah. Yeah, like an Adele joint and some something something else. Um, uh-huh. so that's kind of cool. Um, and he rhymes over. That really awful white girl Bay Area rapper. I'm not gonna say her name. Oh yeah, but he, oh, but man, the oh. fuck, Bozak, <laughs> Bozak, it's a Bozak. There it is. Yeah, yeah. And so I've been listening to Wayne. I've been listening to yeah. Throne. Yep. And that's how it goes down, but really the science that came out of that when we built on that was nine. Nine. Which is a which is also a number. It is. Also it's a multiple of twenty seven. Wow. We'll let them sit on that. Yeah, just sit on that, you know what I mean? So what kind of, what else can we build on, you know, right here? In the next couple minutes. Well you know, uh, uh one thing that, that you know, my dad called me up yesterday to see if I had uh, read this article that is in the Atlantic. I guess it's from a month or so ago. This is this an old article? Has it been uh, it's been around for a minute, right? A couple weeks, I think. Oh, okay. And uh, <clears throat> I recognize the name, and the name, of course, now is not going to pop in my head. I, I think it's a branch. It's yeah. What's the first name? Trevor Taylor. Taylor? Taylor Branch. Yeah, Taylor Branch, I think. Oh, it's late in the evening. So he wrote an article called The Shame of College Sports. And uh, my father was just like, yeah, it's a cold piece. Now, it's not a quick read. It's available on Atlantic.com. I could read you guys the URL, URL but I, why, why spare you guys the fun of Googling it? That's right. Um. And I, I, I recognize the name, yeah, Taylor Branch, because he was a guest on the Jason Whitlock show. And have you heard that that Jason Whitlock? It's a real talk. Have you heard that one yet, uh, Ian? No, I haven't checked. I haven't checked Whitlock in a minute. Yeah, well, Whitlock is fawning over him. Word. 
uh, you know, and, and takes the opportunity to fawn because the guy lives in Baltimore. And so he fawns over David Simon and the wire a little bit, uh, threatens to stalk the man. But basically, he, the, the, I'm undermining his point. His point is that he feels like this article is the most important, one of the most important articles or uh, pieces of journalism done on sports ever. And I, I guess Frank DeFord, who, you know, I guess you could have different feelings about. Um, yeah, but you've read the article, right, Ian? Yeah. What, what are your thoughts? It's an intense article. He really digs it up. But basically the point of the article, we've been talking about the article in this abstract mode, but the point of the article is college athletes are exploited and need to be paid. Um, and it goes into the history of college, of the, uh, specifically the NCAA, mm-hmm. but, uh, in college athletics and basically how like the shit is fucked and how, um, like a lot of people, except for a certain section of people for at least for a while, did like, there's like, there's a good public sen- sentiment. I feel like that people, like these athletes should be paid, but there's these controlling bodies that keep that from happening. And now there's this this kind of traditionalist idea that was set. I don't know if it was set up in the 30s or the 40s or something, but mm-hmm. uh, that of, of the am- the so-called amateur athlete that doesn't get paid, and how most people know that that's bullshit. But the NCAA keeps that alive, even when the creator of the NCAA, who's now no longer with them. Is totally against that and thinks they should be paid, right? Um, and it's, uh, but it's man, he goes all the way in, and then he he goes all the way from the very beginnings of college athletics around, especially specifically football, but also March Madness, and then uh, takes it all the way to today when there's a couple of lawsuits around the issue of of colleges using college players, um, you know. Uh, likenesses in video games and other memorabilia and making money off that and the players not seeing shit. Um, you know. Word. Capitalism. Capitalism. So, um, yeah. Read yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I Listeners? thought that be a good topic to talk about, but uh, that was it. That's it. Read it. Read it. Yeah. Read it. Shame. The you, shame of you thought, uh You thought we were going to be nice? No. We're giving you orders, homework. Boom. Boom. Read that shit. Man, speaking of homework, real quick, personal rant. Man, fuck this school shit. Word. <laughs> I got I got another hundred pages to 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 bang out. AO. A yo. In the next couple of days. They're not giving away these degrees, man. Nah, man. They want you to earn them. Player hating degrees, man. Dude, PhDs. They roll up on me all the time like, read this book. And I got to read it. Now we're telling you to read something, listeners. And it's not short, but it's enriching. Yeah. I've heard. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Go in. On a a sports tip, um, did you see or did you see anything about the, the Floyd Mayweather fight? I'm sure everybody I, in their mind Le- Levitar played the clip about yeah. ten times. Yeah, of uh, of, of, him, of dissing, him dissing the uh, Larry Merchant. Yeah, and yeah, I, that was I awesome. What happened? Yeah, I just like seeing people get punched in the face. Like if you if you YouTube it, it's probably gone now, but it's great because like what happens is you you probably won't get this type of analysis anywhere else. Floyd Mayweather punches him twice. In the circumstances, was he looking, not looking, fair, not fair, legal, not legal? I don't care. Two times he got punched in the face, and then after the second one, he just fell down. Boom. What's better than that? I don't know, but I was about to read, just to tie things up, I was about to read these Rizzo lyrics. Do it. What, 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 uh, set it up. Yes, yes. All right. I, I think that the... I, this is just some science and mathematics, and I wanted to break this down. It's one, it's one of the classic myths of verses. Mm-hmm. You think the listeners are ready? Should I do this? Is this I'm, a good idea? I'm fired up for it's it. It's late. Fired up. I'm fired up for it. I'm out there. You can mm-hmm. tell. Yes. Verse 1, RZA. The song is titled, Woo Wear. 
That <laughs> was so classic. Okay. <clears throat> Yo, diamond crystal rings, sharp like icicles. Try not to laugh. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> One line in, I couldn't do it. <laughs> God, if you're listening right now, you just must think we're totally insane. Nickel-plated pistols. Official woo-wear covers my physical. He's covering his physical. If you have have any analysis after I read one of these lines, you know, please. Because I I might start laughing, and it might take me a second to get to the next line. It's all good. It's all good. Go Keep going. We're going for the full verse. Okay. Insulated thermal while others drain their... Four butt solos. <laughs> I don't know what four butt solo. I feel like someone wrote this wrong. Four butt solos? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's keep it moving because I'm not sure what happened there. Insulated I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started coughing. We need a cough button on these things. Okay, keep going. Ah, man. Photographic photo type. Static. Great motivated soldier. Or Wu say boulder head flower. Let's let's pause there for a second. Boulder head flower. <laughs> Do we have any idea there? What kind of mathematics he's building on? That that's Riz has got his own math, I think we can say for yeah, a second. Yeah. Alright. You can detect the true and living God from the score the score. The score? I feel like someone wrote these lyrics down kind of fucked up. But maybe You're making not. me want to what, what what record is we but we're, but we're but we're getting to the the the, the meat here of the of of the of the verse. Yep. Keep your swords straight. He might say sword because that's Rizzo. Right. Keep your sword straight. Maintain your weight. But he ate too much monosodium glutamate and polysorbate and drug rate concentrate with sodium benzoate. By the chicken thighs and triglycerides, this bitch advertised her breast size. 85 didn't realize till the truth opened up his eyes. Then he became highly civilized and spent time amongst the wise. Went through a garment renaissance. So, I Googled it, and I'm sitting here looking, and I see, you know, I heard this song, and I, there's this stuff online, the, the garment red size, but when you said it, it just, it sounded so absurd, the garment red size. <laughs> well, okay, let's finish it up, let's tie it, tie it together, because he's about yes. to elaborate on the garment renaissance. Right. <clears throat> Stop wearing Benetton. Tommy Hill, Perry Ellis, Nautica, or Liz Claiborne, Ocean Pacific, Fila, Bill Blatt. How do you how you, how do you pronounce that shit? Bill, Bill Blatt. Bill what is it? Bill Blaze. Blaze. Bill Blaze. Maybe. I know I know the brand, but anyway, and leave fitted. Quit the Armani sweaters with the Gucci wool knitted. Now all he buys. Connie's Cross Colors Shabazz Brothers, Mecca Pelly Pell 88 North Q, Bear, and a few others for the new year. Strictly woo wear. I just always thought, because this was like a B side, he even made this. This is on a 12 inch. Really? Yeah. This was on, this was, I think, off of a. High School High, wasn't it? Yeah, High School High. And they put it on a 12 inch. But it is, but he made a song. They made a song to advertise their clothing line. They had stores, yo, didn't they? Yeah. I they heard they still have a store on Staten Island. I don't know if that's true. Wow. Cats had a store. That I remember 40 Acres and a Mule had a store. They had stores right. all over the place. You remember that joint? Yeah. Spike Lee, shout out. Yeah. Shout out. But I just wow. it's amazing to me that he didn't just do a commercial. He did a song, and he did a very serious 5% rhyme 
about oh. Wu Wear and the Garment oh, yeah. Renaissance. Oh yeah, and how the 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 deaf, dumb, and dying, the deaf, dumb, and blind were civilized, and yeah. amongst the wise via the Garment Renaissance, or was it the Garment Renaissance was their reward? When they spent time the amongst the wise, they went through the Garment Renaissance. So I think that when hold on well is he talking about did the, did all of the 85% or just the 5% went through the Garmin Renaissance well I think what it is is there are those amongst the 85% who were able to go through the Garmin Renaissance or be amongst the wise and then therefore have access so some of the 85 because the goal of the 5 is to get the 85 to the 5 because yeah. hopefully it's not an 85 anymore. There's just a 90. <laughs> I think that's what they're working towards. <laughs> that's a whole new, that's a whole, wow, just yeah, a cat, 90. Now, yeah, it also, cat, well, go on. Well, I was just going to say, I don't think any of the cats ever said that in public, but no. I think that's kind of what they're building on behind closed doors. <laughs> I just... I'm 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 impressed or I'm, am I impressed? I'm wow, cross colors, man. That's garment renaissance. That's whoa. I haven't thought about cross colors in a minute. For the new year, strictly woo wear. Strictly woo wear. Go look up that song because because I'm not doing it justice at all. When you you have to hear no. RZA rhyme, yeah, a polysorbate with sodium benzoate to really <laughs> to really fully understand what's going on. Man, that's one of the great parts of hip hop are some of the the unbelievable rhymes that people pull off due to their various uh uh draws and and uh accents and whatnot. My favorite is still uh Andre three thousand rhyming uh Virginia with continue. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. But it, it completely works. Yeah. We done come a long way like them slim ass cigarettes from Virginia. This ain't gonna stop, so we just gonna continue. Yeah. Now, One of the or, greatest verses ever. Oh, ever, ever. Is it the greatest verse ever? We're we gonna go there, Bill Walton style? I, it's in the discussion. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, Nas on, um, verbal intercourse. Ooh. Ooh. Just a little extra nerdiness at the end of the show. Yeah, just for the real heads that stuck it out. That's right. You know what I mean? Any any other choices you think are up there for greatest verse? Greatest verse. And just if you didn't know, we're referencing the, the first reference was Outcast Elevators. Yep. Um, greatest verse. I don't know. I just I stick to that, that, that Andre verse so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so, it's so brilliant. Yeah. Because that's, that's the whole one with... Uh, <clears throat> You know, it's that I ran into. Yeah, it's just that story, that storytelling of yeah. just running into. I mean, he has a couple other verses that yeah. I, I I put up there too. But uh, yeah, greatest verses, man. I don't, I, I can't really. You know, there's some Nas, some Nas joints. Yeah, it's but the Andre when he it's that. No, I replied. I've been going through the same things that he had. Yep. Yep. True, I got more fans than the average man, but not enough loot to last me. To the end of the week, I live by the beat like you look check, check, check. check. You don't move your feet, then I don't eat, so we like neck to neck. It's just fucking incredible. Yep. Over that beat. Yep. That beat was so ahead of its time, man. Uh, Organized noise. Yeah. Good grief. But that Nas, man, that... How does it start through the lights... Cameras of action, Shit. glamour, glitter, and gold. Yeah. I unfold scrolls. Oh, I, I can't do it justice. It's brilliant. Another verse that I, I've always thought was really great, um, probably won't get much holler, is uh, it's common on B. I think it's real people. The second verse. Okay, I'm not even. I'm not even up, but I I hear you. Yeah, it's it's an amazing verse. It's the second verse. Yeah. 
I mean, I probably end up going with verses. I probably, I probably end up starting going down the real obscure road with uh, maybe some AC alone or some Gab. Oh, um, sure. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know. Yep. Not that it needs to be. I'm not talking about complex shit, but just some, you know, something that might not have been as big of a hit. Mm-hmm. But uh, or some De La. Gotta oh talk, yeah. We gotta talk about pasta news on um, IMIB. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yep. Um, yeah. There. Boom. 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 That's a good call. See, all of these are, are joints that are really thoughtful too. Like they're they're personal, mm-hmm. but they resonate. You know, but they're not over the top lyrical gymnastics. Any of them. Yeah. But they're still not lyrically simple. That Andre joint, like the rhythm of it, the pattern of it, that's really yeah. ill. Yeah. And to to do that, but still be telling a really personal story, that joint is crazy. Yeah. Yep. So, just based on that list, you got to go check elevators. Some people who listen to this know these joints. Um, and hit us up, man. Fall through the, the fall through everydaybeats.net when the, when the joint is up. When you download it, come back and throw some comments on that joint about your favorite verses of all time. When we post it on Facebook and on various internet outlets. Basically. Know. Yeah. Speaking of internet outlets, I just want to plug something. I think about a year ago, I said that I'd have the uh, Fresher Than Your Father podcast feed up. That never happened. Yeah. But mm. I did put in a little work last night, and there may be a, if not an iTunes feed, a RSS feed very soon. So, boom, podcasters, look out for that. that know about it. As, as E-40 would say, know about it. Ian's building. Always constantly. Constant elevation. Yep. And with that, anything you want to shout out before we're out of here? Just the podcast renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get it out without laughing. Damn it. <laughs> uh, Boulder head flower. What the fuck was he talking about? What the fuck is going on, man? Yeah, I don't know. But... <clears throat> I, we need to sign off because it's time to go ahead is. and walk this dog and represent Wu. <laughs> Word. That dog is sitting out there on the couch like my dude. So let's sign it off. 27, Horace Silver. That's right. I'm running in place. <laughs> Peace. Peace.